Well, hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about the kingdom of God. Um, and it's a lot of this stuff I've talked about a lot over the last couple of weeks. It may sound redundant to you, but this is so strong in my heart and in my spirit because I, I really want us to really, as Christians, as individuals, really understand how complete we are in Christ, the authority that we have in Christ, where we're seated with Christ, that, that we can have the peace that makes us complete in Christ. Why? Because I see 2019 coming. And it is not going to be an easy year, but it's going to be a powerful year at the same time. It's a, I, I heard a word, and I like to use this word. It's not my word. It's somebody else's word. I went to a, I went to a this was years and years and years and years ago. I went, I went to a, a church, and, and this pastor got up and says, Today we will be preaching on the book of this, whatever book it was, and the dichotomy of Paul. And I'm like, the dichotomy? I don't even know what he's talking about. So, but that word stuck with me. But there's a dichotomy that's going to be going on, I think, in 2019. And I'll get a little bit more into that. And, and I'm not saying that, that it's, I'm not a doom and gloom preacher, but there's some difficult things coming. I'm, going, I'm telling you, um, there's things going on in the natural, and there's a spiritual, things are going on in the spiritual just as, just as much. And so there's, I'd love to tell you, things, things in the planet are just going to come together and we're all going to get along. That's not the truth. The vision is going to be big. And we've got to know who we are in Christ because when crisis comes to your life, I may not be there to fix it for you. He is the fixer. My job is to help you get to Him to, so that you can grow in Him so that He is the one. And not that I'm, hey, I'm willing to help anybody anytime, anytime, any way I can. But I know this. Some of the battles you're going to have, it's going to be you and the Lord. No man can fix and so I want us to be stable and strong enough as Christians and understand some of the things um, about who Christ is and where He's at and how He operates through us and in us so that we can be mature because I see a little foreshadowing here that 2019 is going to be, I, I'm, I'm dubbing it this, the year of the body, being the body of Christ. Being the church. I really see that. I really see that we're going to need each other and we're going to have to start looking at what can we do to help one another and, and those types of things. Um, without pre, some preconceived idea or some title or something, just being the body of Christ and being the church. Because this building isn't the church. We, we are the church. And, and we have got to be activated as the church. And, and I really see that 2019 is going to be a big, big part of that because something that the Lord, and really I am getting to a message, but something the Lord's really stirring in my heart when these, these 30 international students are coming, some of them don't know Jesus. And I got thinking to myself, I believe it was the Holy Spirit, what if 30 people showed up next Sunday? Some of them didn't know Jesus, but look what's going to be coming, brokenness, hurt. Do we have a system, are we structured so we can handle those 30 people without a bunch of them falling through the cracks? We're okay, but we're not where we need to be. And so we need to, we, we need to start really looking at we are the body of Christ and, and we are the church and, and what can we do to help um, in some of these areas with discipleship and, and other things. So there's just a whole lot I said right in that statement and, and we're going to kind of 
unpack that and take it apart in 2019 and um, because my heart is for people and people are hurting and people are going to come broken and then and some people they're going to be it's going to be shattered you can't they need a complete do-over it isn't even putting them back together anymore it's they need a fresh start and with Jesus Christ all things are new and and so we're going to so, so what I want us to do is we've got to un- get an understanding of the kingdom of God. Okay, now, a lot of times now, if I was in England and I was talking about the kingdom, people that have been under a monarchy, they kind of get this, okay? If you were in England four, five, six hundred, seven hundred thousand years ago, and there was a king, and it was his kingdom, he owned everything. If you had land in that kingdom, it wasn't your land. That belonged to the crown or the king. You were a steward over that. And the king made the rules, and you followed the rules. The kingdom of God is is the same. He is the king. He is sovereign. He is the ruler. We are stewards of everything that he does and provides for us. Okay? And so what I'm, I'm going to continue to talk about, the kingdom of God is His rule and reign in our lives, is what it is. If you were in England and you had a king, it was His, his rules is the way it was. If you broke His rules, and a lot of times it was your death. You'll be put to death. You broke the law. If you poached a deer off the king's land, death. Anybody ever seen Robin Hood? You understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly right, exactly right, you know? So you must know, and this is what we've really got to get a grip on. We've got to know who's ruling and reigning in our lives. There is a lot of voices, the Bible says, and none without significance. There's your voice you've got to battle. There's these enemy's voice you've got to battle. And then you've got to determine, okay, which voice is the voice of the Holy Spirit in your life? So there's a lot of things we need to know. But see, many say he's Lord, but they don't do what the Bible says. Do you know in the kingdom of God, there is parameters? See, the king owes everything, and, and he gets to make the rules, and we, there's parameters that we need to follow. And so I want to start in Romans 14 and verse 17. It says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That says that's the kingdom of God. And so, in the kingdom of God, we can experience this righteousness. It's His righteousness, not ours. When we're in the kingdom, it's His righteousness. It's His rule and reign in our lives, not our own. That brings the peace and the joy. And listen, with things coming down the pipe, if there's one fight that I want you to fight, fight for the peace and the joy in your life. Because if you've got peace and joy, it makes everything else just seem a little bit easier to deal with rather than anger and frustration and hate and and gossip and slander. And I'm going to hammer gossip and slander again here in just a couple of weeks because it's, it's, you want to talk about it destroys, it will destroy a church. Just gossip and slander. Because if I gossip about somebody else, somebody comes to me and says some gossip about someone else, I look at that person completely differently now. Just by that seed that was sown. Sometimes some of you need to say, shut up, I don't want to hear it. My ears are not trash cans. I don't know what that has to do with this message, but it needed to be said, I guess. It says, for he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. 
So righteousness, what is righteous? Being in right standing with God, or God making us in right standing with Him. We cannot be righteous in and of ourselves. Can't be done. I don't care how good you are. It's His righteousness. He is what makes us righteous. Him and our relationship through Him. See, being in right relationship, when you're in a right relationship, the king brings everything that you need. And we talked about, I've given you all things that you need for life and godliness. Now, I'll give you a little analogy of this. We had a, I, I, we used to, when we were traveling, we had, we had a motor home. It wasn't a great one. But then later on, we had a different one that the ministry had and we, we used. And it was, it was pretty nice. And, and you go to these, some of these different RV parks and they have rules. Well, one of the rules was there was a young man there, and he had a bicycle. Loved to ride his bike, man. And he'd go ripping around there, and most of these parks, they've got gravel. And it's hot in the summertime, and it'll kick up dust. And, you know, you get some of the people who complain about the dust because he'd go ripping back and forth, and the dust would be... It wasn't me or my kids, praise God. <laughs> um, but the dust... And so the campers would be complaining. So... The, the camp director, you know, came to the young man and just, and he wasn't mean. He just said, hey, listen, we don't mind if you ride your bike, but when you go past these campsites, could you just kind of slow it down so you're not kicking up the dust, you know? Well, the kid got all bent out of shape. Well, if I can't ride it the way I want to, I'm not going to ride it at all. How dumb is that? But we do the same thing. In the kingdom of God, there is parameters that you have freedom within. Why is it that we strive so hard to step outside of it? Because we think true freedom is outside the kingdom. It is not. The true freedom is in the kingdom of God. And so, and, and I'm, I'm going to bring this around a little bit um, because I don't want you to think, well, I'll just get to the, the verse and then, then we'll talk about it. So, so how do you pray? Here's a kingdom prayer. In Matthew 6, in, in verse 9, it says, In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven... Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom, your rule and reign come. Your will be done on this earth even as it is in heaven. Does anybody argue in heaven when God says, this is the go and do? There is no argument in heaven. It's only on earth that he gets argument. But see, if, if we're living in this kingdom that I'm talking about, it's his rule and his reign, so it really comes down to our obedience. And sometimes being obedient goes against our flesh. It goes against what we think, what we see, what we feel, or what we want. And I'm, I'm not, listen, I am preaching to myself because I struggle with this just like every single one of you do. Because there's just times, listen, there's been times in my life where, you know, maybe my wife and I are at odds and I'm wrong. I don't want to admit that I'm wrong, ever. I, you know, I, so I try to finagle some way that she's got to be wrong. <sighs> because that's just righteous, right? No. So then when the Lord deals with me, it's like, you know, you, need to, you just need to go repent. But I don't want to. It was a righteous anger, God. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing in my flesh wants to do that. But do you know what brings reconciliation faster than anything else? I repent. But I want to go play outside the kingdom of God. Well, go ahead. 
and suffer the consequences thereof. Then when you have to repent to get restored and bring reconciliation. I don't know about you. I, I would rather be humble and, and just allow God than have to be repenting all the time. Because living outside those parameters, this young man, guess what? He doesn't have to ride his bike anymore. So the one thing that he loved to do because we were at this campsite, he couldn't do anymore because he was upset about that. Didn't realize all the freedoms that he had within the parameters. You can ride your bike anywhere you want. Just when you go through these passes, just slow down a little bit. Yeah, and don't, don't do your donuts, you know, throwing gravel at the old people. Like me. So, this kingdom we talk about, where is it? Luke 17, verse 20. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, See here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. And the only way for that kingdom to rule and reign in your life is through Jesus Christ in a relationship with Him. When you receive Christ, the Holy Spirit moves in. Now all of a sudden, you, are, have, to, you have got the opportunity to operate in the kingdom of God. It is within you. You're not going to walk down the street, bing, the kingdom of God has hit me today. Oh, I've got it. It's from within. And so how do, you, how do we know that this is manifesting? Because... The things of the kingdom. His rule and his reign really comes down to where, what's in your heart. The rule and reign of Christ in your life, in your heart. And, and, it, and listen, I, I'd love to tell you, man, just get a hold of this revelation. The kingdom of God is within you and everything's going to be great. It's a fight. Always. It's always a fight. And it's not going to get any easier. But at the same time, I believe it won't be any more difficult either. Hard is hard. It was hard yesterday. It may be hard today, and it was hard tomorrow, but it's the same hard. But how much do we get a hold of Christ and allow Him? Yeah. Well, there's a good point. You won't have to guess. Well, is this right? No, it'll be absolute. You'll know. And so that's why it's so very important that we get a hold of these concepts that in Christ... We have all things, that we are complete in Christ, that the kingdom of God is within us, and we can walk this thing out, and we can, because it's an internal thing, not an external thing. Because let me tell you, when bad things happen to us externally, we have to have this thing, this kingdom of God within us, that's going to give us that peace and joy, because nothing maybe on the outside that we can see, feel, touch, buy, is going to help us. But this in here, I can have peace when things out here aren't going quite right. The kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, and joy. I don't know about you, but man, those are, those are things that I just really, really desire in my life. And so how do you enter this kingdom? Through Christ. Or should I say, how does this kingdom enter you? Through Christ. And Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Now listen to this. And will go in and out and find pasture. Now I want you to think about pasture for a minute. In the pasture, there's these things. There's protection. 
There's provision, there's power, there's peace, there's joy. All of those things, those are all kingdom things. All of them. So, in the kingdom of God, and this is the kingdom that is within you. Again, I've said this before, we do not, and it says, don't look here, to, you do not have to run all over the planet to try to find this thing. It's already here. It's yours. Where do you go? What rock do you look under to find peace? If I could find it under a rock somewhere, I'd tell you all, this is the rock, go get it. No, it's from within, because it's the kingdom of God. It all, it's all here. I don't, have to, I don't have to beg Christ for this or that or the other. Why? Because he's given us all things. It's in here. It's in here. Find it. And, and, and here's, the big, here's the fight, is that knowing that I've got it, that I'm complete in him, here's the fight. Walking in it. Because everything in you says, I can do it. I don't like the way this looks, I don't, so I'm going to step outside of the kingdom. And listen, the kingdom parameters are this word right here. You cannot go outside of this and think you're going to get blessed. I am sorry, I am sorry. You, if you want to listen to the political correctness of today, to do what you want, how you want, live what you want, say what you want, do what you want, and think that you're going to be blessed by God, you are sadly, sadly mistaken, and you'll never hear that from me. Am I here to judge you? No. God will do that himself. And I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I don't want to be on, I've been on that side of it. Not a fun place to be. Do you know the worst place on the planet is for some Christian that's living outside the parameters in the kingdom of God? I claim Christ, but I'm living my own way. You are one miserable puppy. You're ornery and hateful and you don't like anybody. You don't even like yourself. Repent. Get restored. Get back in the parameters of the kingdom. And peace and joy come, even though the circumstances may not change. It's within. Listen, do you know that I can't fix people? What... I try to do is show them the kingdom and how the word can fix what's because it's coming from within them. It's not something I can put into them. It's something that's got to come out of them, if you understand what I'm saying by that. So here's what it says. What does God provide in the kingdom? He provides authority. In Ephesians chapter 2, even when we were dead in trespasses, made a, he made us alive together with Christ. And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. In a place of authority. In the kingdom of God, we have authority. We have authority within the parameters of this word. We have authority. We can take authority. We have authority over things in our lives. Because it's in here. It's the kingdom of God within. And, and, let me, and then so we've got authority. And we need to start walking in that because, listen, there's going to be things that are coming against us spiritually. We have authority over and we need to be able to walk in that authority and understand that we have that authority. Because if we understand that the authority is within us, then we can let it come out of us instead of looking to try to get it. We already have it. Just exercise it. 
But be careful who and how and when you use it and what you're using it for. Make very, very careful. You have spiritual authority. Do not go to your boss tomorrow morning and say, I have authority. I'm taking charge. You'll be unemployed. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you have a boss, biblically, you need to submit to that boss. I'm not saying if this boss tells you to go rob a bank, you rob a bank. But if he's paying you to do a job, you do the job as unto the Lord. Because we have authorities over us. And so, but spiritually, when there's things come against you and your family, you have authority within us. The kingdom of God is within us. We can take that authority and say, hey, you know what? Stop right there. And if you ever wonder, then you go to the Word and say, this is what the Word says right here. I'm standing on this, and this is the authority I'm taking. It's not on my own. It's not by my Word. It's by His Word. We can command peace to come. We can. Does it always come right away? I don't know about you. Sometimes I got to do a lot of commanding. And sometimes I got to go off by myself, and me and God got to pray. And then, you know, a lot of times it's, I'm commanding peace, and the Lord say, well, then you be peaceful. I don't like this kingdom stuff, because it always usually comes back to me. And it says, peace, in John 14, 27, it says, peace I leave with you. It didn't say I gave it to you and took it back. He left it with us, so we have it. Sometimes we just have to find it. I remember I had a, a friend of mine in another church, and and he had, uh, he had five or six kids, and he say, you know, it'd get a little crazy around the house sometimes, that many kids. And they were all little, you know, there's like one year after another, there's a whole, you know, well, kind of like, you know, kind of like the Hamels, you know. <laughs> and, and they had all these kids, and, and what he would do is he would just say, okay, everybody stop. Raise your hands and pray in tongues. And he said, peace would come. Peace would come. You know, so we have the, we've got it. Sometimes we just have to find it. We have this authority. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Look at this. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Because you're going to hear all kinds of things coming from pulpits in the world and everything about 2019. It's going to be a rip-roaring year. Do not be afraid. Do not get nervous. The last that I checked, Jesus is still on the throne at the right hand of the Father, and he's still in charge. And not only is he in charge, I like to say it this way, he's large and in charge. So what is this peace that he left us? Tranquility. How many of you experienced tranquility lately? That's another big word. You know, tranquility to me, kind of like, for me, it's that kind of, that place between you're not really asleep yet, but you, and you're kind of awake, and it's just kind of that, ah. Oh. After Thanksgiving meal. Yeah, after Thanksgiving meal, yeah. Yeah, or, or if you, you happen to be hardcore enough to watch the Detroit Lions, it's kind of that place. <laughs> kind of half asleep, because ain't nothing good going on TV, you know. So, but there's that tranquility. That is part of having peace. What else? Safety, health, lack of strife. Reconciliation, all parts of peace. What else can we have in the kingdom of God that's within us? Joy. John 16, 24. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you receive that your joy may be full. Lord, 
Help me walk in the joy that I have today, that you already have in Christ. He said it was finished. It was finished. He gave you everything. We're complete. So many times, see, I want you to think about this. People are running around trying to find joy and happiness in things outside the kingdom of God. Illegal relationships. And that's what it is. You're, if you're outside, and you, it's, 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 it's illegal in the kingdom. So you're poaching. And the wages of sin is death. I didn't write it. Don't throw rocks at me. So things outside are illegal. But then people wonder, I'm, I'm out here and how come, how come things aren't going well for me? God cannot bless what is outside the parameters of the kingdom of God and what his word says. He can't do it. He loves you, but I can't touch this thing and say my blessing is upon it or support it. So you can go outside the kingdom of God and you can hammer away all you want. It's like this. When you're outside the parameters of the kingdom, um, when I was in, um, where were we at? Africa. I was in Africa um, doing a missions trip in the Ivory Coast, and they eat monkey there. Surprise, surprise. You know, that's, that's what's available, that's what they eat. They eat monkey brains. Now, you know, I, I didn't have the opportunity. I didn't have the opportunity. Somebody didn't put that in front of me, thank God. Because, uh, listen, when I go on the missions field, whatever they have, they put in front of me, I eat. Why? Because that may be everything they have. We went one place in this pastor. He, we had some chicken and a couple eggs. That was his food for a month. And he put it in front of the, uh, the, the preachers from America. You think, I'm gonna, I'm not, there's no way I would offend him by turning it down. Yeah, but there's stuff in it. Well, I'm going to pray to God, and he's going to make it right, and I'm going to eat it and trust God before I'm going to, you know. And then there's just some things you don't eat, and sometimes ignorance is bliss, I guess. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I ate I shrimp one time. It, was, it wasn't even shelled. They put it in a tortilla and handed it to you. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Yummy. Eyeballs and everything. Oh, yeah. You want, so you, who wants to go to the mission field? <laughs> So, I don't know where I was going with that. I lost my story among my stories. Anyway, the joy. So you find peace and you find joy outside the parameters of God, and God won't bless it. He's not going to, he, you know, you can see, oh, I know where I was going. The monkeys. They eat monkeys. Well, here's how they capture the monkeys. I'm saying, well, they get this cage. They get a cage with a monkey, and, and they show me this cage, and it had a little, a little opening in the top. And I'm thinking, that's pretty small for a monkey to climb into. How, how do you do that? What do you do? Well, what they do is they put a ball or something bright in the cage, in the top. And they got these little bars. Big enough for the monkey to reach into the cage. He reaches into the cage and grabs the ball. He wants this ball. The monkey will not let go of the ball. You walk up to the cage, they, and here's what they do. They walk up with a big club and bap them over the head and kill them. Why? The monkey hangs onto that thing. It won't let go. It'll hiss. It'll growl. It'll spit. It'll all these things. It'll jump up and down and screech, but won't let go of the ball. You're outside the kingdom of God. You go ahead and grab that sin. You can shout at the devil. You can hiss at the devil. You can cuss at the devil. You can do, and he is going to beat your brains out. Because you're hanging on. And today, I have a right to hang on to this, and don't you dare tell me, preacher, I don't. Okay, then. 
Let the devil beat your brains out. So you go ahead and stay outside the kingdom of the parameters where his peace and his joy, his protection, his authority is. This is probably not a sermon on how to grow the church. <laughs> but we are the church. And, and why am I telling you all this? Because I don't want anybody outside the parameters. I want everybody blessed. I want us, the body of Christ, full and strong and walking in the authority we have so that we can help as many people that are coming through the door that have no hope. They've got no chance. They are broken. They're hurting. They're destroyed. What a, what is, wouldn't it be a great thing for them to be able to come in, experience the, the peace and the joy of the Lord in the house of the Lord with a bunch of people that really truly love each other and care about each other and helping each other and will help you too? What a concept. He provides. Seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6.33, and His righteousness. And all things shall be added unto you. And it isn't about money. We use this scripture verse. It doesn't discount money. But I'm saying all things. How about a peace? How about joy? How about that's an all thing? Because I don't know, again, I don't know what store you can go and walk down what shelf to find the peace. Oh yeah, peace, aisle 12, Walmart. They're always sold out when I get there. Here's what it says in the Amplified. But seek, aim at, strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you besides that. Are we striving after his rule and reign? Are we ruling and reigning ourselves? Are you your own king or your own queen? When we're right standing, you don't have to worry about those things. We can pray about those things. But the kingdom of God is within you. His righteousness, his peace, and his joy is within you. And all these things will be added. In the kingdom, we have power. It says in Acts chapter 1-8, you're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit's come upon you. When he moves in, it's there. We have this authority. We have this power. The fight is walking in it and, and letting the flesh remain dead and be crucified. That, that flesh man, boy, I'll tell you what. He's hard to kill. I mean, he, I don't know how many times in my life he's been resurrected. A bunch. Every, you know, you, you, you get going down the road, right? You, you're doing good, and all of a sudden, here comes the flesh, man, the enemy. And the enemy loves. He loves to help your flesh out. And it can come with the thought. You know, I didn't like it when the pastor said, you're doing something illegal, and he looked at me in church. I'm offended. Well, okay, now the enemy's going to have something to work with. Then guess what? When you're offended, you don't hear anything I say right. You don't hear anything I say right now from here on out because you're hearing through offense. Same thing you see. When you're offended, that's what you see through that offense. So nothing anybody does can be right because it's all skewed by offense, but it's their fault after all. My goodness, officer, it's not my fault that I was going 75 and a 50. 69 is what it was, exactly. It's your fault. God, it's not my fault. It's your fault. It's not my fault that I'm offended. It's your fault that I'm offended. Careful. And it's hard, but try, try to decide not to be offended. And there's some people that just, out of ignorance, they just do, forgive them. Pray that God will show them. Because I'll tell you what, when God deals with them, 
That's not, that's not easy. I don't know what, how your walk is, but when God deals with me, I don't like it. Because ultimately, I have to do something I don't want to do. I've got to ask forgiveness. I've got to love this person. I don't want to love this person. I don't even like that person. It doesn't matter. The kingdom of God. We have all these things. We've got the power. We've got the authority. That's where the peace is. His rule and reign in our lives. So I'm going to close with this. I'm doing good. In the kingdom that is within us, there's position of authority spiritually. There's peace and joy. There's protection, provision, and power. All in this pasture we call the kingdom. You have to make a decision, though, today to walk in that kingdom. As sure as I'm standing here today, the Lord has been speaking to some, some of you, and there's been some conviction in some areas. And you're going to justify it in your mind, and you're going to walk out this door, and you're going to say, eh, well, it's okay. I'm not here to judge that or not. God will. There will come a day where you will stand before a righteous judge. He'll say, I knew you, I didn't know you. I want you to know him so that you can walk in this authority and we can live, even though it may be a difficult life on this planet, still a good, peaceful, joyful life. Because I want you to think about this. This life on this planet is that. It's what it is. Eternity is like if you go to the Sahara Desert and a bird every year took one grain of sand and flew off with it, there would still be hope that someday all that sand would be gone. Eternity isn't like that. It's forever and ever and ever and ever, where you spend it. But not only that, but on this planet our life is so short I don't want my life to be miserable every single day. The kingdom of God's within me. I want to walk in joy and I want to have some peace. And yeah, we're going to have some struggles, but I want to know that I have the authority over that. And you know what? I don't have to live this way. And it's going to be a season. I'm going to get through it. And God, you're going to help me. I'm going to walk in joy. I'm going to have peace. Because the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. And those things are in me. I just got to walk in them and let them come out of me. Amen? Whitney, you, had to, you wanted to share something real quick? So you would tell him it's the devil. Right. Well, again... You hang on to that sin, the devil will make sure that your life is a wreck. Now, do bad things happen to good people as Christians? Yes. I don't have all the answers. of I wish I could tell you. I don't. But I know our God is a good God, and he loves us. And I'm going to have faith, and I'm going to trust in him, whether it's good, bad, ugly, sad, it doesn't matter. I know that I'm going to trust him. And somehow, some way, He'll, he'll, he'll either change my heart or he'll change this circumstance. Some of you are in some of the same circumstances, but your heart's about it, heart about it has changed, so it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah. Yes, sir.
Yeah, yeah, they are. And that's, that's, that's what they are. Sinners are blind. It's the goodness of God that will lead them, you know, to Christ. Now, sometimes people want to argue. Sometimes fear of God works too. But, I, you know, I'm not talking about always fire and brimstone, but there's some that, you know, I've talked to some people that they're just not going to get and say, listen, there's a heaven and a hell, and you're going to one of them. And, and hell is a real place. And you don't want to go there, and sometimes they're like, "Woo, that's really stark, really, really." But, but again, it is the goodness of God, and His goodness is I don't want them going there. But the reality is, you're going there. So, yeah, good stuff. I'm gonna pray. We're gonna go home. And let you guys get to lunch. He's got. Of course, you know, by the time we get to lunch, all the lunch crowd's gone. You know, so you guys are getting this lunch supper crowd thing. <laughs> Praise God. Anyway, thanks for hanging in with, we're there with me today. Covered a lot of ground today that really wasn't part of what I had written down, but God had to do something today, I guess. Well, Father, we just come to you today, and we thank you that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy, and that we have authority in the kingdom. And, Lord, the kingdom of God is within us. Lord, help us to walk it out, the things that are in us, to help us just continue to allow those things to come out and to walk in what we already have. Lord, we don't have to look here or look there for it. You've already provided it. Help us because, Lord, the hours that we're living in and the strength we're going to need and the, the authority and the power we're going to have to walk in to help others find you. And we just give you praise for it today. I pray for every single family that's here today, Lord, that they are blessed. I pray your protection over them. Lord, we thank you that as we come into this, this season, this Christmas season of, of Christ, Lord, and celebrating his birth, let it be a time of peace and joy in families. Let it be a time of being able to share the gospel in a way that will bring people, Lord, to salvation. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out. And we will see you Wednesday night, Dr. Barkley, 7 o'clock, prayer at 6.